What is up, everybody? Welcome to the newest episode of the GoatCast, uh, quarantine edition as always. Today I'm joined by my two cousins for the first time, brothers Adam and Kevin. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing really well, Chris. Thanks so much for having us. This is Adam. This is Kevin. Doing good. Ready and, to go. And where are you guys calling in from? Uh, I am in uh, Durango, Colorado. Very nice. And I'm in uh, the suburbs of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Very nice. All right. Today's episode, we're going to be talking some some odd things. We're talking non-traditional, unique pets. Um, you can go many ways with that. We're going to talk vegetables, of course. And we're going to talk most obnoxious Disney characters, um, including... Mar- yes, Kevin has yeah, a question. I'll my disclaimer now that we are not condoning the illegal trade of any of these animals. This is all hypothetical um, and is purely based on what would be uh, fun to have as a pet or interesting to have as a pet, not something we would actually ever attempt to acquire. So did you I'm watch Tiger, about that did you watch Tiger King, Kevin? I, I have not. I have been told by my roommate to watch it. I've watched like two episodes and it's absurd. So, all right. Yeah, it's sh- like it's both repulsive and captivating all at once. Yeah. We do not film that. <laughs> I'm going to share my screen with you guys so you know that I'm not cheating on this randomizer. So I have here our names, Adam, Good. Chris, Kevin. Okay. I'm going to randomize the order. This is pets is first, and the order is me. Okay, okay. And then Kevin, and then Adam. Remember, this is a snake draft, so it will loop. Mm-hmm. Stop the share. All right. So I have the first pick. This is not easy. Uh, I don't think there's a goat per se of non-traditional pets. I think it's pretty preferential. And spoiler alert, I'm not picking a goat. Um, I'm taking my favorite animal that I think would also double as a great pet. Um, You cannot find this animal in North America, but I've seen it at a zoo. I'm taking a red panda. I think uh, the cuddle factor is very high. Uh, It's not dangerous. Um, It's small enough to fit in your house without needing extra um, space. Uh, Diet might be an issue. I'm assuming they eat lots of plants. Uh, but I think it'd be a good pet, regardless. Uh, it's like a classy raccoon. Correct. Yeah, and it's not going to eat my trash. Yeah, well said. Well said. That's a solid pick. I'm not mad All right. about it. I'm up. Yep. Um, I'm going to go with uh, a very popular animal these days. Uh, and I once wrote a report about this animal when I was maybe 12. Forgot it existed until it uh, made its recent appearance in the news. And that's the great animal, the pangolin. Um, pangolin? Pangolin. Uh, and I know that people might be focused on some of the negative things it maybe has done lately, like spread COVID-19, but <laughs> yeah. um, important to note that like an anteater, it has a long tongue and it eats ants. I don't know if you guys have ever had ant infestations. We do right now. Uh, you can put cinnamon on your counter to ward them off, but that's a waste of cinnamon. My cinnamon is for my oatmeal. Okay. So, up to my pangolin um also it rolls up into a ball so i don't know if you've ever heard of feather bowling but you could use it for that um and if you look up a picture of its tongue i feel like that seals my argument it's pretty so it's it's like a scaly anteater yeah it's the it's a world's only scaled mammal and it's the world's most trafficked mammal now is that the basis of a sand shrew you think is that what sand shrew is the pokemon a long-tongued Sanctuary, yes. Okay. Uh, I don't think I'd want one of those as a pet. 
Uh, would you have that? Clearly you're passionate about penguins. <laughs> better, better to have a sand shrew than a sand slash, is what they say. <laughs> oh, and I um, I named all my pets. All right. Um, and this one is named Aunt Edda. Uh, or sorry, Aunt, Aunt Ida. My bad. Uh, yeah. Almost one of my own joke. Uh, or you could say <laughs> Aunt Ida. Ooh. Yeah, that's minus points. <laughs> All right, Adam, you have a snake draft, so you get two picks in a row. All right, so solid picks. I'm going to move away from, um, I guess, the larger animals, and I'm going to take what I think is a very solid bet, uh, what I think a very notable celebrity would agree with me about, and I'm going to go ahead and take the snail. A snail? I think, uh, maybe you've heard of somebody by the name of SpongeBob SquarePants, and if it's good <laughs> enough for him, I think it's good enough for me. Things that we've learned about snails through SpongeBob, you can vaccinate them for rabies, snail pox, other things they can tie shoes they can meow um and really it just it doesn't seem like a whole lot of work i think if if spongebob can handle it i'm I'm pretty confident that i can as well so i'm gonna go ahead and take the snail okay i don't mind that um i'm not a big snail guy but you can have one too small for my liking granted gary the snail is quite large easy to lose yeah easy to lose and if you spill salt not not a good look I'm walking around the house calling that snail's name. Yeah, yeah. Also easy to replace with the other side of the screen. <laughs> True, true. All right. Next pick for you, Adam. All right, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to move down to a slightly larger animal, still fairly small. Um, I was actually really torn with this pick, and uh, part of me was hoping that somebody would take snails so I could take both of these two things. But I'm going to have to go with the pygmy... Not the pygmy goat, although that's what I want. I'm going to take the pygmy puff from Harry Potter because I do think that's a, I do think that's a unique pet that, again, seems pretty simple to take care of. I, if I remember correctly, it's kind of like a gremlin where you're not supposed to get it wet. But, yeah. you know, that's true of a chinchilla. That's true of a rabbit. That's true of, frankly, like half the pets you could get. So I'm willing to, I'm willing to roll the dice. I have to say I didn't realize we could do fictional things. That would – I mean, pygmy puffs – well, to some, to some, they're not fictional. We'll see what I can come up with if I. If I, I would them. argue that I've never seen a penguin in real life. <laughs> this is true. That's fair. That's fair. All right, Kevin. Hope you didn't steal your pick. Nope. Um, all right. So, uh, with my second pick, um, I'm going to go with. This is an animal that I have always wanted as a pet, um, and it is. Uh, easily one of the most adorable animals. It's probably what inspired those cards, those greeting cards you can buy where the animals have massive eyes um, because it has massive eyes without the need for uh, Photoshop. It is the uh, Slender Loris. Slender Loris. That's a throwback for you. You've you've been a Slender Loris hipster, I'd say. You were one of the first to the... Oh yeah, oh yeah. First of all, worth it if you ever find one in a zoo. Uh, I was in an animal behavior class and I had to observe it for like three hours. (laughs) Did nothing the entire time but walk up one branch, turn around, and then walk back. Um, I believe that. It's pretty great. It's nocturnal. It could probably help me find things on my bedside table at night. Um, Also, if you look up videos of them eating grapes or rice bowls, it might Mm -hmm. be the most adorable thing on the internet. Um, They're a lot smaller than I thought. I have yeah. a clarification question now. Is the Slender Loris the same thing as a bush baby, or is that a separate animal? 
separate, not, separate probably. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's just, it's just a very, you know, it's an easygoing and chill animal. It's not going to mm-hmm. require a lot of uh, maintenance, you know. Interesting. That's, that's fair. It's a, is it a primate technically? Is it in the monkey family? Uh, I'm not sure, but I believe so. I would, I would have to. Assume. All right. I got two picks here. I'm going to stay in the same country for both of these. Still in the Eastern Hemisphere. I'm taking a koala for the first one. Oh, okay. Um, still nothing that's going to eat me, which is important. And very furry. And I'm going to back that up with a wallaby. Ooh. Kangaroos are cool, but uh, would probably beat me up quite easily. Uh, yep. Wallaby is just basically a smaller version of kangaroo. We've all seen kangaroo jack, Chris. We know yeah. how it goes. Yeah, there's some jacked kangaroo videos too on the internet. Yeah. So I think a wallaby is a safer bet. Takes up a lot less space. What's your method um, for disposing of and cleaning up the quality? I didn't know that was an issue. Um, I think I could convert one room of my house maybe and just line the walls with tarps and just power wash it when I need to. It's, it's, something, in the, it's something in the leaves it eats, I think, makes its pee harmful to humans so interesting I just, I think, just make watch yourself don't stand under yeah one of my issues off the bat with with red pan and koala is very specific diets um that might get costly yeah but i think i make it work and you know pretty simple diets <laughs> yeah all right kevin you're back up all right um a lot of people like things you know parrots parakeets uh birds what have you mm-hmm. pretty little in cages, whatever. I'm going to go with a different type of bird. It's called the potu bird, native to uh, South America. And uh, hard to describe. I'm noticing a theme in my own picks here. It has massive eyes, also has a massive mouth, is most often mistaken for some sort of alien. It's a pretty impressive bird. I just looked it up. It's kind of terrifying. Yep, yep. I also don't think... I want a bird at all. It will not be sleeping in my bedroom. Let's just put it that way. Uh, It's nightmare inducing. Now, are you going to get a great potu or a common potu? I'm noticing there's different, different. um... Actually, I looked it up and there's five or six different kinds. I think the great one is probably the closest to the most common images you see on Google. So that's what I'm going to go with. Okay. Also has a very unique call. That's what it says. There's sometimes called poor me ones after the haunting calls. Yep. I don't think that would scare me. I don't, I don't think I want that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in the window, you know, like right in front of the house. Scare away solicitors. I guess. You can have it. I agree. Adam? I don't think anybody's right, stolen yeah. anybody's picks yet. That's, that's true. I'm just going over my list, making sure my draft board is still uh, intact, which it is. So I feel like Donkey's coming off the down. board soon. With the number nine overall pick, I'm going to go ahead and I think I'm going to take the blue-tongued skink, which is um, that's an important one to grab early, I think, because it has a prehensile-style tongue, which means basically that it can control its tongue like an arm. So it's really long. But the, the really cool thing about the blue-tongued skink specifically is that you can pet it and it will curl like a cat. <laughs> so this is kind of a nice way to work around the whole no dogs and cats, no traditional pets limitation okay. of this draft. So. How big is this? How big is this animal? That's about. I mean, just imagine a cat if it was a little bit shorter and, and a lizard. Hair. And a lizard. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
You're going to be a house with a magnifying glass looking for all these pets you keep picking. I think this one might be kind of big. No, it's 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 large. It's like cat size. No. Got it. I don't think I'm, I'm trying to avoid all reptiles. That you know, this is basically a cat, so that's kind of my yeah, it's 12, my 12 to 24 inches. Okay. Yeah, exactly. One, so one to two feet. I guess that's big enough. So my next pick is going to be uh, kind of departing pretty pretty heavily from that. I'm actually going to go back into the mammal mammalian world, so to speak. And I'm going to take the howler monkey. Howler monkey. I think I think that this is a risky pick. We're willing to reach on this one a little bit for the high upside because on one hand, the risk is that it's going to bust and it's just going to scream all the time. And uh, talk about noise complaints. Yeah. Exactly. But on the flip side, if you can find a way to harness that power. <laughs> It could be a weapon. That becomes useful. Yeah, exactly. You, you gotta get rid of your neighbors. You gotta make a call. You gotta be on a meeting for work. No, you don't. You know. So that's I, like I, I said. Okay. Uh, um, I just want to address the part where you said on your last pick, previous to this, that you wanted to make sure you got it early. Um, in what world is nine out of fifteen early? <laughs> uh, we're talking about. Guys go undrafted, you start signing them to, you know, minor league deals. It's, it's not a game we want to play. We want to make sure we get them locked up. Yeah, Brian Lewerke, for example, future Hall of exactly. Famer. Yep. But I'm pretty sure nine is over halfway to 15. It's all relative. Well, we use yeah. different metrics than your team, clearly. So, yeah. True. I agree to disagree. All right. Am I up? Yeah. Fourth pick for you. I realized that I said I was naming my pets and then forgot to name. Um, yeah, you're the, off. Yeah, you're one for three. Don't worry, this one has a name. So for this one, I'm gonna go. I guess I guess this is actually pretty similar to yours, Adam. Um, although I think probably probably not as loud. Um, but I'm gonna go with a marmot, um, okay. and basically a screaming woodchuck, <laughs> uh, native to the mountains. A lot of mountains around the world, Rocky Mountains. There's a lot of different kinds out here. And um, its name is Alarmit. Uh, and I'm going to train it to be my alarm clock in the morning. Um, okay. There's a really great video of one. I think it's in uh, a national park in Washington State, sitting on like a balcony, just totally still. And then it just opens its mouth and screams. And there's lots of YouTube videos where they replace it with like a human scream. And yeah. Funny thing like that. But I'm sort of thinking it just sits on the nightstand at night, right? And then just, I train it as soon as the sun's up, just mm -hmm. starts screaming. It basically sounds like a shrill whistle. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, also a great uh, clothing company for outdoors gear, uh, Marmot. Yep. That's the only thing I know um, what a Marmot is from. Yep, that is that is named after the animal. So Larmit the Marmot? Yep, Alarmit the Marmot. Alarmit, okay, that makes sense. All right, I have two picks here. My first pick is going to be a fennec fox. Ooh. A fennec fox is a small, small fox, um, which has been somewhat domesticated, I believe, in some areas of the world. And it has humongous ears that are very unproportional to the size of its head. Yep. Um, not sure if it's going to have any value as an alarm clock, but um, <laughs> will still attract, <laughs> attract people to pet it. I would definitely with adding a fox. Yeah. I don't want anything bigger than that. They're pretty small. I want to go non more non-traditional than my last pick. Um, I was thinking Ponxatoni Phil specifically, 
just for the fame, but that's a little selfish and I don't want a groundhog. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take, uh, I'm between a few here. I'm between a serval, which is like an exotic cat, a lemur, and a okay. lynx. I think a lynx might be too dangerous. I'm going to take a lemur. It's the um, same thing. Of Zabumafu fame, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's all I got on, on lemur. Who doesn't remember Zabumafu? Yeah, lynx are, lynx are just a bit off looking. Yeah. Strange animal. There's also this other cat. I don't remember the name of it, but it has the weirdest smile of all time. I'll have to look it up later and post a picture. But yeah, lemur. I like, like ring-tailed lemurs. They live to be 16 to 19. That's a decent lifespan for a pet. I don't want to have a turtle that lives forever. So ring-tailed lemur is my pick. Definitely should have looked at of some of these animals. Um, all right. So for my final pick, um, this is definitely the, the – uh, the best one on my list. I'm the happiest with this pick. Um, I'm glad to take with my final pick um, a shallot with googly eyes on it. <laughs> so, and its name, wait for it, its name. Well, I'll get to that. So, if you put a shallot in a glass of water, you can actually uh, use it and it will regrow. Like you can cut part of it off and it will continually regrow. Okay. Um, and Shallot with googly eyes uh, is going to be named Joaquin. What is it? Joaquin? Yeah, I'll just let that one sink in. Now, is that because of Phoenix and the fact that yep. it is born from the ashes? Okay. <laughs> now, to be clear, to yep. be clear, we're talking about the onion type thing. Yeah. The yeah. vegetable, if you will. The allium, yep. And now, if, if that uh, was the last pick, that'd be a great transition into our vegetable draft. Yeah. But <laughs> I wish but, you would have left that one for me. So, Joaquin. Yep, Joaquin the Shallot. All right. I just figure out what part to put the googly eyes on so yeah, that I, mean, I don't just, cut off when I harvest it. It's just a bulb of an onion. This is going to be a tough graphic to make. I don't know how I'm going to get a, a shallot with googly eyes. I'll let you do the Photoshop for that and send me. <laughs> are you going to feel weird about eating something that A has a name and B has eyeballs? <laughs> Of, of the three of us, I was a, what, a vegetarian for how many years and we're talking about this? Yeah. I sure I searched on Google Images shallot with googly eyes and there are onions with googly eyes, so that might have to do the trick. I don't know if people are going to be able to differentiate an onion to a shallot, though. Do any of them have name tags that say Joaquin on them? Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, because that's sort of the key. I'll, I'll put the names on them. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, Adam, who's uh, Mr. Irrelevant here? Mr. Irrelevant, yeah, exactly. I or think, Mrs. Uh, it's, it's down, well, it's questionable, I guess, the gender of this one. So it's down to two things, and I'll tell you what they are. Um, so the one I'm not picking that I'm pretty torn up about is called the, uh, it's the Mexican salamander, also known as the axolotl. And if you're wondering, you know, what does this look like, it's literally Whooper, the Pokemon. It's what Pokemon? Like Whooper. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's... You know, it's it would be cool a solid pick, but I've already got the I've already got the reptile. I've already got the skink. I don't need another you know big old slimy thing going around my house. So I'm gonna move totally away from that direction, and I'm gonna take a spring hair because that's what Pikachu is, and I think it's a uh, it really rounds out my pet lineup. A what? It's a spring hair, so it's like kind of a little rabbit looking thing. Spring hair. Okay. Yeah. So I know people think Pikachu is a mouse, 
to which yeah, I say, so you're probably right, but two, two questions, Adam. Um, sure. One was all of your research entirely based on what real animals look like Pokemon. Yeah, we got uh, Wooper. Oh, I would no. say less than 80% of our research went into that. Okay. This is what Pikachu is supposed to be. I, in my, in my opinion, in the opinion of my team, okay, is a spring hair. I accidentally okay. typed in spring hair, H A I R, and it was just oh. um, salon pictures, and I was very confused. <laughs> second, second question, Adam: Are you prepping to live in a tiny house? You went very small with this draft. You know, I, uh, I don't want to spend a small fortune on feeding all these weird pets. I think it's enough <laughs> to have them. It, that's fair. Small pets, big personality. So, Adam, that's what's your what's your full list? What's your full list? So, my list from the top is snail, mm-hmm. pygmy pup, skink, blue tongue skink specifically, uh, howler monkey, mm-hmm. and spring hare. Okay, Kevin, you can include okay, names I, I, on this if you'd like. Yep, yep. I've got a, a penguin named uh, Aunt Ida. Um, oh, are you are you team aunt or team ant? Or is this specifically for the joke? You're an aunt. Specifically, <laughs> I'm an aunt. Um, uh, I've got a slender loris who we'll call uh, Boris the loris. Yeah, you had to see that coming. I mean, I'm making these up. Go, I didn't write anything down. Um, and uh, we're gonna go for. I've got the potu bird, and we're gonna go with Jeremy Piven for that. I've got Alarmit the Marmot, and I've got Joaquin the Shallot with googly eyes. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have a red panda of no, no name, a koala, a wallaby, a fennec fox, and a lemur. I'm happy with my pick. Uh, clearly, we all took different routes to get to our finalist. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a wide-open category. I was pretty confident that I didn't have to worry about any of mine getting taken. I took Pangolin first because all of its uh, coverage in the news lately made me slightly worried. I was, other than- I, was, I was thinking about taking a shallot in the third round, <laughs> but I decided not to. Yeah, our people decided that ultimately it was just too much of a risk there to was, take a vegetable. There was definitely part of me that was like, what if someone else thinks of this? I was pretty terrified, like low-key terrified because that, that, I thought of that. Yeah, I was pretty pleased with that one. Um, I've got some some quick shout-outs before we move on. Always have to give the shout-outs. Yeah. So I was thinking of something that would be, like, fun to cuddle with, uh, and I was thinking of, like, bears. And mm-hmm. there's both the Kodiak bear, which is just would be nice and, and massive. And then I also saw the sun bear, which is, like, a, a medium-sized bear, but it has a really long and hilarious-looking tongue. Um, it's a male bear, right? Yeah, there's the flying fox, which is a bat that literally just looks like a fox with ba- wings. Bats are in bad uh, bad PR right now for bats, though. Yeah, yeah well, honestly, I like the look of this animal. By low. It's, it's super creepy. Um, and then I've got the Dumbo octopus. You'll have to look. <laughs> it literally looks like Dumbo. It's really Dumbo? small. I gotta look this up. Yeah. Oh, As, wow would be good and i found that one um, it lives three to five years that's sad man yeah and then um last but not least i've got giraffe 
Um, you know, there's this theory that they evolved from these prehistoric bird things. Look it up. They're pretty sweet. Also, <laughs> good for reaching high things. Yeah, that's true. Because ladders haven't been invented yet. Uh, so a draft would come in handy. <laughs> yep. I'm surprised nobody took flying squirrel, honestly. Uh, nobody took any fish. Oh, huh? that's true. Are you shocked I didn't take a squirrel at all? Yeah, kaibab squirrel specifically. Yeah, I'm a little shocked too. All right, we're going to transition here into vegetables. Um, right. We're going to see if shallot goes off the, off the board. Let me share my screen with you so you know I'm not cheating one more time. I'm going to hit again here. And our order is going to be Adam first. Excellent. Kevin, oh no, Chris second. That hurts. Kevin third. Former vegetarian gets the third pick here. The one category that I actually have things that I'm worried other people will pick. Now, I personally think there is a 101 that should be the 101 for everybody. Um, henceforth, the, being the goat of vegetables. We'll mm -hmm. see if, we'll see if uh, that, that happens here. You know, my team worked a lot. Never really thought we'd get the number one pick in this category, so I got to tell you, I'm a little unprepared. But uh, I'm just going to hit you with a couple stats, and then you can, you can tell me if this sounds number one worthy. 2.7 grams of fiber, 12.2 uh, milligrams of vitamin C, 461 milligrams sodium. Does that sound of, like a first round a lot of sodium. pick? That's, that's in one cup of green beans right there. Green beans? Green beans. And you may be thinking, he's going to take green beans with the number one pick? No, I'm obviously not going to do that. I'm going to take ginger root with the number one pick because that's how we get Werner's. That's how we get really good flavor for almost any meal that you can think of. It all comes from a little knobby little root. So I'm going to take ginger root. Ginger and good that's for sushi. Yep. Now those health facts were for green beans, correct? That's correct, yeah. Okay. I, that's your good. average raw green bean. I, I very much approve of that pick. I mean, it's a good pick. Um, I don't eat raw ginger. I was thinking more of just eating a vegetable straight up, but ginger is definitely good for recipes. Mm -hmm. that's, that's true. It's good but, for a lot of things. Um, I'll take the actual most versatile vegetable and take potato. Yeah. That's I'll pick. I, yep. I assumed that was going to be the number one pick. I'll, I'll take potato. I, Fries. Hash potato. Hash potatoes, hash browns, <laughs> twice baked potatoes, baked potato. The possibilities are endless. Put it in. Yeah, it's, a risk, it's a risk that we took taking ginger root. Ginger root might become the Darko Milicic, the <laughs> Carmelo Anthony, or the potato. But, but who has a, a championship? We to take. Yeah. Ginger root has the championship in that scenario. That's true. That's potato. what we're hoping for. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Potato. Potatoes are, potatoes are their own seeds. So. Some people may argue that it's not a vegetable, but um for for argument's it's sake a, it's a vegetable today it's a vegetable well, so now all right back-to-back -back picks here i'm very yeah. curious to see where this goes so i only wrote down four vegetables and one of them's already gone um <laughs> this is gonna be good um i'm nice. gonna go for the i'm gonna appeal you know this is obviously this this all gets voted on on twitter mm -hmm. and who you twitter but youths young people hit people <laughs> So I'm going to go with the hippest vegetable that I never really thought of as a vegetable until I I mean, you're, so you're, just, you're just playing to the audience here. You're not even taking your own personal enjoyment. Nope. Nope. That's tough. With animals, I went all, all with this one. I'm going for the win. Um, I'm going to go with uh, an avocado. Ooh, that is yeah. Um, Not only is it good on toast, or so I'm told by every young person. Yeah, have you seen the apparel? 
here's what here's what you gotta love about avocados okay first of all the seed is too large to be pooped out by animals currently oh, living that is a good fact the ground cloth that perpetuated the avocado is no longer with us and avocados only still exist because of humans but despite their complete dependence on humans for survival they have no problem saying screw you to humans and sending more people to the ER than any other vegetable. Why is that? Trying to cut them. They're hard uh, to cut. And uh, aren't the, isn't it poisonous of some sort? Or am I just, maybe I'm just thinking of things weird. If you leave it out for way too long. But no, like the pit. Of anything. the pit. I think, I, think I, uh, I was worried about that one being off the board once yeah. I saw I was third. But uh, I'm very happy to select avocado and appeal to the youth. For some reason, I thought an avocado was a fruit. So did I. <laughs> but I think you're. I think I'm wrong. It, it definitely one of those ones that's in a gray area, like a pumpkin or a tomato or you know any of those. Those. But. All right, avocados off the board. And uh, I get another one in a row, right? Yep. So I'm gonna go with. Um, one that makes your pee change color or smell change color. That's it might, beets. It might change yours. Maybe both. Yeah, makes it is. I don't know. I don't eat this vegetable very much. Um, <laughs> very popular in both Massachusetts and Germany. Okay. I'm going to the asparagus. Yeah. This, I was hoping this, I could get asparagus late. I am pandering. Since you're I'm a sellout, a you took it too early. Yep, I'm appealing to the German crowd right now because it is actually currently starting mid-April till I think June 21st. <laughs> it is it's known as asparagus time in Germany or Spargelzeit, as butcher that pronunciation. Um, and they have a saying to know when Spargelzeit ends in <laughs> Germany. When the cherries are red, the spargle is dead. <laughs> like I just had a conversation with Dwight Schrute. <laughs> also, fun fact, the asparagus they eat in Germany is white asparagus. Yeah, I think it just because it grows more or matures beneath the ground mm. as opposed to above the ground, so it doesn't get photosynthesis. Yes, yeah, so. uh, and they also, I'm told by uh, a very good source, that they take the juice that the asparagus is cooked in, and you can buy that and drink it as well if that's your cup of tea. Mm. Or of asparagus. Um, asparagus yeah. was a good pick uh, not necessarily for the reasons you listed but those definitely back up your argument quite well um, for my next pick um, I like when my vegetables are compared to um, mythological and fantasy creatures mm -hmm. um, this vegetable in specific is uh, compared to an ogre and I'm going to take onions they have Ooh. layers yes, yeah. I, don't, a great pick. I don't eat raw onions plain Whereas I do most other vegetables, but it's the best addition to most any dish. Raw red onions on a bagel with uh, lox and yeah. capers mm -hmm. and cheese, pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. Onions in an omelet, onions, sautéed onions on a burger, onions on pizza. Uh, you can pretty much sauté onions and then add anything and it's yeah. good. I don't know if it, it probably takes away all of its nutritional value when they're like clear but um i'm taking onions solid pick it's a really good pick official representative for the food pyramid chris yeah i'm just trying to make a dish out of my five and i have potato and onion which would make a mean pierogi yeah yep you're after a good start for sure 
All right, I've got back-to-back -back picks coming up here. So I've got one question for you guys, which is what's got four calories, one gram of carbohydrates, and can make you cry if you cut it in and accidentally rub your eyeball? It's a jalapeno, and that's what I'm going to take. Jalapeno. I'm going high on flavor, going straight to flavor town, if you will. Uh, I got my ginger root. I got my jalapeno now. So I can pretty much take anything, and I'm, I'm going to be okay. I could eat. I was thinking about garbage. taking a jalapeno. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I've got some poppers. Got you. Whatever you want, you got it there. So that's what I'm taking specifically the jalapeno pepper. Okay. I would assume that that is the best pepper. Um, it's not too hot, but it's hot enough. It's yeah. Once not... you get to habanero territory, you're dying. Yeah. I was right. going to just take peppers, but that felt too broad. I mean, like mm, I like I like bell peppers, but they don't yeah. have spice. Yeah. Best best spice. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take a risk here, and I'm gonna. Um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to really hope that the ones I really want are going to fall a few more places. And I'm going to take this pick and I'm going to get cauliflower. Cauliflower. Because it's got a lot of substance. It's not the best tasting thing, but you can put anything on it. Take mm -hmm. some of those flavors that I already drafted. You can toss it in the air fryer. You can roast it. Yeah. You can it raw. You can dip it in whatever you want. Cauliflower stock um, is at an all-time high right now with cauliflower yeah. crust pizza, cauliflower rice. Um, yeah, make anything. Cauliflower wings. Contrary to if acknowledge I dropped earlier, cauliflower is not just broccoli that grew underground without photosynthesis. <laughs> it's just completely different vegetable. Yeah, separate thing. Yeah, I would I would go so far as to say if I was going to be chucked down to a deserted island with one seed. Yeah. I would take cauliflower. Interesting. Well, raw cauliflower yeah, probably, for me. Probably regret it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm a little scared this is going to get taken later, so I'm going to take it now. Um, I'm going to give a shout-out to my Aunt Nancy, um, the mother of Adam and Kevin, and take snap peas. Ooh. Uh, oh, yeah. There are, there are legends written about me eating tons and tons of snap peas at the Rossi household. So, yeah. Yep. There's a part of me that wanted to just draft it high and then try to trade down <laughs> with two or three picks. So just for the sake of one one potential listener to this podcast, I'm taking snap peas in the third. Yes, she will she'll be listening. She asked for a link when she heard we were gonna be on. Good. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. That's one out. vote. That's one vote that matters. Yep. I'm not sure she uses Twitter, but you know. That's fine. Meetings. All right. Oh, it's a, it's a solid pick nonetheless. Mm -hmm. I've got got two in a row, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so mm. For this this next one, um, I'm going to go with another one that pretty much goes good with anything. Um, you know, you add it in any stir fry, anything, it doesn't matter. I'm going to go with garlic. And mm. the reason I'm going to go with garlic is not for the taste. Um, uh, I'm going to go with it because if you take raw garlic <laughs> and eat one clove of it a day, it's supposed to help help uh stave off the bugs this is something i did when i was living in the middle of nowhere in maine okay uh, can't say it actually worked <laughs> but it's really fun to see the look on people's faces when you just eat a raw clove of garlic and i'm sure fun to see the look on my face as well now i i could be wrong about this but isn't garlic is what repels vampires right i haven't proven it but i believe so <laughs> yeah, i'm sure you're not confusing two different vegetables the garlic, it, it fends off vampires too, correct? Yes, correct. Mm -hmm. Not yeah. many, but 
You can never but be that, too careful. That's not something you've had an issue with, then, <laughs> buyers? There you go. That, I mean, that's fine. None, none of these are my picks, so I'm, except avocado, if that's truly a vegetable, which is ast- asterisk, I think. I'm on the, I'm on the clock here? Looks like it. Uh, nope. Wait, Kevin, you got another one, right? Oh, yeah, I oh, got yep. two. Three. All right, so I'm now officially way past any sort of preparation I did for this one. This is some of a vegetable. I'm going to go with hmm, man, a lot left. Is garlic an allium? I don't want to take another allium if it is. I don't know what that um, word is. What? Shallots. It's the family. It's. Um, I won't say the other ones in case I want to take them. <laughs> um, don't worry about it. I've got it. I'm going to go a different direction. Um, I was known for. Well, that's generous to say known for, but something that I did when I was younger was just completely dismiss any sort of Asian cuisine, probably based on like one bad experience I had as a small child, Mm -hmm. or just because I liked to disagree with people, as you guys probably both know. Um, I'm going to take, yes, I'm going to take bok choy. Okay. Recently discovered the existence of bok choy. I've now purchased it and made a few dishes with it, and it's just fun. It's just fun. I thought you were going to take the Chinese long bean. It's fun to prepare. It's fun to cook. Okay. I've never cooked it with, with bok choy before. Once you put all the different random seasons, seasonings and sauces on it, you can't actually tell what it tastes like. It's good. Mm-hmm. So bok choy. Okay. I don't mind that pick. It's a little off the, off the board, out of the box. Um, I'm going to take, take a vegetable I eat probably every single day. Uh, in one way or another, and that's spinach, uh, made famous by Popeye. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I believe it's considered one of the healthier vegetables. Um, yep. It's very deceiving in size when you cook it, which is fun sometimes, you know. Uh, I put it in stats, my, no question. Put in my eggs every morning. I don't have any stats on the health of it, but you take my word for it, it's healthy. It's suffice to say we had it very high on our board over here. <laughs> very good. Very good to add to eggs or mm-hmm. to uh, pastas. Don't even yeah. really notice there. Very good. Or just a spinach salad. Yeah. It's tough in a smoothie though. Like you always try to put it and be healthy, but it really you can never get past the grittiness of spinach in a smoothie. I really kale. I would say upgrade. Yeah. Had a salad uh, with spinach in it with a strawberry a strawberry rhubarb salad with spinach in it, which was very good. So it's definitely just, now you're just flexing on us with that. Yeah. <laughs> now to be clear, strawberry is a fruit still, right? <laughs> as far as I know, yes. Yeah, sounds good. Unlike avocado. <laughs> All right, hey, man. That puts me up at uh, number twelve. I googled vegetable. I clicked on a Google image of a chart of vegetables, and avocado was on it. So if you want to argue with that, you're gonna have to take it up with Google Images. <laughs> It's a, big, it's a bigger battle than I'm capable of. Yeah, that, was, also, that was the entire extent of my research for this category. Works for me. <laughs> I don't know if you can see my screen here. Um, I googled, is avocado a vegetable? And it just says, no, <laughs> avocado is a fruit. <laughs> so, it's tough, it's tough you drafted an NBA player in the NFL draft, but uh, you know what? Maybe he's just a good athlete. Don't pay enough. You know. 
it might it might overcome its uh it might overcome that and, and still pull through for you. I'm pretty sure that by one classification, all fruit are vegetables as well. <laughs> all squares are rectangles, right? Four different qualifications of what the word vegetable means. Okay. Like the legal definition, the scientific definition. I, I don't remember the rest, but you know, yeah, you can it's have a gray area. It makes you wonder why there would have to be a legal definition of the word vegetable. Sales, <laughs> distribution. For this specific podcast. Yeah. That's also that. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move things along here with number 12. Um, got two picks in a row here, so I'm going to go ahead and burn the first one. Your last uh, two picks. Pretty quality pick. Yeah, the first one's going to be um, the gourd. Gourd. So that's going uh, to basically be as big of a category as you will both allow it to be. Yeah, I'll give um, it. Obviously, the gourd covers the pumpkin. It covers the squash. Zucchini um, a gourd? I'm going I'm to ask for you to be more specific than that. That's like me saying allium. All right, the edible gourd. <laughs> Seasonal right. gourd. Maybe one more level of specificity than that. If if I must, I will go. Uh, I'll go with the um. I go with the squash, squash, and I will rule out the cucumbers, the zucchini. Well, the zucchini is a squash, but technically the melon is a gourd. The pumpkin is a gourd. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw all those away, and I'm gonna take the squash. Okay, spaghetti squash, yeah. very good. Adam's yeah. got a Adam's got a monopoly on the alternative pizza crust market. Because yeah. <laughs> the great yeah, I was pizza. hoping you wouldn't pick up on that jalapeno crust pizza. Cut a cut a yeah. Ginger ale and brown discs. You bake it a bit, it makes really great crust. Yeah, no, I've had that before. And your last pick, Adam? And my number 13 final pick is going to be uh, the green bean. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did scribble it off on the first line. I can just just cross it off again and rewrite it. I'm taking the green bean. Specifically, I am taking uh, what I mentioned earlier, which is the Chinese long bean, which is essentially you had like six green beans attached to each other, but it was just one bean. So this is more value. You're going to follow up your pick of, and I quote, gourd with the Chinese long bean. The most specific of vegetables. If you're going to go that specific, you got to try to get value elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's good. It's balanced. Before I said gourd, my first plan was just to say red. (laughs) all right um i got a lot of a lot of things on the board here corn is is an option it's more of a starch but still a vegetable nonetheless um i already have potato but i like a sweet potato is probably my favorite tasting vegetable but i already have potato i don't know if i need two potatoes on my list um carrots That'd be your best bet for appealing to the youths after avocados, Chris. Sweet potatoes, you think? Hot in the streets right now? Yep. I'm going to take a vegetable that was once outlawed in the White House um, by, I believe, former President George W. Bush. Um, my pick is broccoli. Ooh. Nice. A superior cauliflower, some would say. I've got... Yeah, some would. Not my team. I've got a great uh, a great florette joke, but it's way too long for this podcast. Maybe a special <laughs> subscriber edition. That's just the joke. I feel like that was part of the joke. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. No. <laughs> it's a true story in which I essentially I asked uh, 
someone to clarify what the little nubby things on the end of broccoli are. Yeah. And because my dad was not, you know, my dad wasn't driving fast enough to get home. And uh, they said Florette. And I said, you know, you heard the man, Florette. Um, <laughs> <laughs> great. Maybe came, totally, totally came off the top of my head. Maybe one of my proudest moments on this earth. I believe it. I'm not a fan. It's, yeah. I also, I also almost took um, a leak. Hey, slow down. Because of the scene from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs where they yell, there's a leak in the boat. And that's the most, that's the most like screen time a leak has ever seen. So um, I almost picked it just for that alone. What about Pokemon with leak slap? Oh, yeah. Far-fetched. That's yeah. Side note, uh, a leak was the next a member of the Allium family that I was going to mention that I was thinking of picking as well. well. Thankfully, you still have one more pick. So if you want to take a leak, you can <laughs> go to the bathroom. And <laughs> yep. Good one, Chris. <laughs> we all made a bad joke. Yep, we're on. We're on these vegetable jokes. So I am. I am not going to take leak. Um, I went before the show. Uh, I. I, you know, I was thinking, how do you, how do you get kids? You know, kids are on Twitter too. I was like, how do I appeal to kids? Kids notoriously hate vegetables. You'll know. You probably you know, heard it mentioned once or twice that kids just, they just don't like vegetables. Yeah, it's all my timelines full of. What kids like, and the best I could come up with was bright colors. So I was thinking of going with rainbow, uh, rainbow chard. <laughs> um, <'cause laughs> that seemed like a good pick. It's got the word rainbow in it. It's got a lot of colors, but I'm going to, I'm going to spin totally around. Oh. Go back. That's very similar and possibly related to an asparagus. Um, I'm going to go with fiddleheads. Uh, it's a young it's a young fern that hasn't unrolled yet uh the name fiddlehead i assume is based on the the end of a violin or fiddle mm -hmm. uh, and very popular when i was in maine they harvest it and cook it on pizzas you have to i think boil them or steam them before you cook them any other way or they're not edible um but it's just it's a cool looking obscure vegetable so i'm going for the hip crowd i'm going for the the foragers out there, the yeah. people who like to wander out into the wilderness and, and pick their own food. This one's for you. I'm going fiddleheads. So the super like hip German uh, hipsters from Maine are going to be ecstatic about your list, I think. There is I, I believe there is a Germany Maine. There's definitely a Poland Maine. What else? Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of country named uh, cities in Maine. All right. Any good honorable mentions? Um, I mean, sweet potato, as I said, yep. there was one other one I was thinking of. Oh, um, edamame, um, mm, yep. mainly because I'd recently had it for the first time and I thought you ate it whole and I was looked at with, uh, many a confused face when I was supposed to eat the individual seeds, you know, um, that's always a good, similar to a snap a little bit. Yeah, true. Same family. Almost. A cousin of it. If you I would like to throw. I would like to throw out a shout out to the uh, endive, okay. which is very good in salads. Then the also, onion family. No, it's um, I would assume it's more like a lettuce. It's more like a lettuce. Um, uh, it's like, a, and uh, I'm pretty sure it can grow in the dark. I think they grow it like in Russia, like in basements. Um, so it's it's a very versatile vegetable. It can be used as a green in salads. It just kind of looks cool. You can also like cut them in half, um, put like a, 
different like uh, dressing kind of stuff on them and bake them and they're pretty good. Um, and it's just a fun name. Is it a surprise not to see any of the uh, any love for the Brussels sprout for the breast daddy on this podcast? Ooh. I do yeah. love Brussels sprouts. Uh, Brussels sprouts with cayenne peppers is pretty superb. I didn't think the fans of Twitter would like Brussels sprouts, so I avoided it. I was also right, thinking... I can't stand them, but I thought no, you might like them. I was thinking beets as well. That's another good one. I love beets, yeah. Radishes? I'm surprised carrots didn't go great for your eyesight and just, you know, yeah. a good snack. I would say they're overrated, though. Yeah, yeah. agreed. That's why, uh, that's why I didn't pick them. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. What's your final list, Kevin? You want to read it for me? So I don't, I didn't write it down because I was kind of just going off the top of my head. So I think I have, I have avocado, mm-hmm. asparagus, mm-hmm. heads, bok choy, and garlic. Correct. Yep. So technically four vegetables, one fruit. Um, <laughs> let the record show that. Um, I have uh, potato, onion, snap peas, spinach, and broccoli. Chris, when you, when you Twitter, I, I beg of you to post the graphic I use that says vegetables and has an avocado on it. I'll send it to you. <laughs> okay. Exhibit A. And to get back to actual vegetables, I have the ginger root, the jalapeno pepper, cauliflower, squash, and the green bean. Okay. I don't Chinese mind that. Long bean. Chinese long bean. You want, which one do you want? Green beans or some... <laughs> I'll take, the, I'll take the Chinese long bean. I'll take Chinese long bean, it is. All right. We're switching on to obnoxious Disney characters. Um, Disney, obviously, is a very important company in, in our lives, and it always has been. But with recent expansion, we're going to include Marvel, include Star Wars. We're going to include Disney Channel original productions. Um, anything you can think of that's Disney other than, like, Fox. Um, that's kind of off the board here. And just to make things even, we're going to have uh, Kevin go first and then Adam and then myself. That way we've all had a chance in every position. I'd like not, not to find much, but I'm, I'm panicking a little bit. I can't find the picture of the avocado on the fruit list now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was probably taken down by the, have, uh, veg- yeah. by the vegetable community. Yep. Probably lost it when you woke up. They heard this podcast <laughs> and they took it down. Yeah, there are thousands of listeners out there. They just haven't. They just haven't clicked on it yet. Yep, yep, true, true. All right, all right. So, on to obnoxious Disney characters, and I will be going first. I'm very um, curious to see where you go with this. Yes, I'm. I would, I would like to say I think there is a consensus in my mind. Number one, who just stands far above if, anything else. We'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. I I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, depending on what you consider disney so well, well after the first round we'll see we'll see what's I'm glad, glad that i have the first pick because i think that this one's going to be this one's easy number one in my mind mm-hmm. uh, and i was worried i wasn't going to get it um i'm going to go with the number one overall pick in obnoxious disney characters with the og himself mickey mouse okay <gasps> wow yeah so let me let me say I had to watch the film Steamboat Willie in film school maybe five or six times. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, it's the, the original Mickey Mouse cartoon, and it's basically mm-hmm. just him whistling a song that you'll be familiar with from Ice Cream Trucks. Mm-hmm. And I have not been able to get that song out of my head 
since I graduated from film school in 2015. And I, I think that's pretty obnoxious. And in the video, he walks around and plays the notes of the song on animals without consent. And that's just rude. And we're a pro animal on this podcast, clearly, as, yeah. as uh, stated earlier in this episode. Yes. So I'm going to go OG Mickey Mouse. I do think Mickey Mouse is an overrated character. Um, he's the face of the, the brand. <laughs> Obnoxious voice. Uh, but he's just such an icon. It's tough to take him in the first round. But I, I don't mind the, uh, the ambition. It's there. harsh, but it's fair, yeah. I would say. All right, well, that, that, that was – he's in the room right now. I didn't I, uh, be proud of that. I am I'm thrilled that despite not picking first, uh, our, our guy is still on the board. Um, and that is going to be the one and the only uh, Darth Jar Jar Binks. Darth Jar Jar. Episode yeah. one, The Phantom Menace. Yeah. Um, I, I assumed that was going to be the first pick, um, and I think that's – unanimously considered the most obnoxious Disney character with the Star Wars. Yeah, and I, I don't feel good about I don't feel good about making this pick. I don't feel good about having him on my team, but I think it just has to be done. The chocolate in me hurts because as a as a kid, like you don't mind Jar Jar. He's kind of annoying. Yeah. Good comic relief. But then yeah. watch it's like he ruins the whole franchise. We'll have to we'll have to discuss at the end of this what we who we think might be the goat Disney as in, you know, not just purchased by Disney yeah, yeah. pre Disney from Star Wars, because I'm curious to see what you guys think at the end, who is the most annoying kind of more character. Well, uh, with my first pick, I'm going to take my least favorite, who I find to be the most obnoxious Disney production character. A fairly recent addition to the Disney universe. Um, people worship this character, and I don't understand why. Um, and that's Olaf. Mm, yep. I'm not an Olaf guy at all. They never sang that Snowman song. So he would have never come into existence. He's a consideration for me as well. Josh Gad, fine guy, I'm sure, but I cannot take him seriously anymore since he's Olaf. And some people just, oh, they love Olaf. I have to say, I, I find his voice annoying just at a base level. So yeah. that just makes it even more annoying for me. Now, is it a coincidence that nobody picked carrots in the last round and now nobody's picking the snowman with a carrot nose? <laughs> you decide. True. Same. Same level of coincidence that Shallot got picked in pets and not vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> and then you ran out of vegetables to pick. Um, my, second, my second pick uh, is another, uh, it's an older Disney character, uh, animated, voiced by the one and only Gilbert Gottfried, uh, oh. an icon in his own, but I'm taking Iago, the parrot from Aladdin. Um, his voice, obnoxious, right off the, right off the bat there. And the character himself is just a pain. He's spying. He's Jafar's like little sidekick, you know. That's a great thing. With the you know animal or inanimate object or whatever sidekicks, and I feel like they make up a lot of the. I would say yes. And are often voiced by people with the weirdest sounding voices, and you know. Yeah. Loudest and most obnoxious. So. I'm not a Yago guy. Aladdin, good movie. A Yago sucks. I'm going to be, I, I very much considered picking Abu for the exact same reason, despite oh. the fact that he is one of my favorite characters. He is not. He just, he fits the mold of the obnoxious yeah. character almost perfectly. I almost got offended for you when you said that, Adam. <laughs> well, I didn't pick him. I said I almost picked him. Yeah, this isn't least favorite necessarily. It's just obnoxious. Yeah, exactly. It's a category. So uh, instead of Abu, I took 
the the guy that I wanted to take in that pick where I took Jar Jar and couldn't because I felt the responsibility to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take with the number five overall pick, the character Beans. I had him on my list. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone in a live action Disney film, show, production of any kind embodies the idea of being obnoxious to one tenth of the degree that Beans yeah. goes off in a single scene. So I, I think agree. it's an easy pick. Not to be confused with green beans, but just no. beans is a great just pick. Regular beans. To uh, clarify with the format, um, I'll be picking two in a row both times I go again, right? That is a fact. Yep. Okay. All right. So I'm just, you know, I'm just going to stick with my original draft order. I'm going to trust the process. Um, so for my next pick, I'm going to go to, um, well, let me, let me tell a story first here. Okay. Um, when I was maybe 10 years old, that range, um, as, as people now know, me and Adam are brothers. Um, my brother moved into the basement of our house and uh, created a room down there. And he would sit down there and play games on the computer and put his headphones on. And it would usually be my responsibility to tell him when it was time for dinner. Um, and I spent a lot of time screaming from the top of the stairs, Adam! trying to get his attention because I was too lazy to go downstairs. Mm-hmm. So beans. Tap him on the shoulder, which Chris, to tie this into you, mm-hmm. we were once on a vacation out to tie this to where I live now, to the four corner states of Colorado. Mm-hmm. And I actually had a dream about this and woke your parents up yelling Adam's name in the motor home. So you're directing so, yourself as the next most obnoxious Disney character. I'm, no, but what I'm saying, hear me out here, is that because I know how obnoxious that must have been for Adam, I'm going to go with someone who does the same thing to their uh, older sibling who's an angsty teen who just wants to be left alone in their room. And I'm going to go with Anna from Frozen. Anna. Who will not, for the love of God, will not drop that <laughs> does build a snowman. Yeah. And just leave angsty teen sister alone. And I get that. I've been that person. I know how obnoxious they are. So I'm going to go with Anna from Frozen. So six picks in, we've gotten two Frozen characters already. That's tough. That's neither tougher. of them are Elsa, which I'm I think a, is... I mean, I'm not a Frozen guy to begin with. Um, decent songs, but yeah. not, not the best. Disney's got to offer. So me again. Um, I branch off into the extended universe, if you will. I'm going to go to Star Wars now. Interesting. Um, and I'm going to go with uh, Padme Amidala. <laughs> and I'm going to say, how do you fall in love with the least romantic crap acting of Anakin Skywalker, who's like 12 years younger than you, and inevitably lead to like the entire demise of everything that that movie's about? Because, you know, yeah. if she, you know, figures out her own life and doesn't fall in love, with a you know nine-year-old kid who then turns into the most angsty teenager of all time. Yeah. And we're not, you know, like I'll say, like, I'm glad it happened because Darth Vader's iconic. Yeah. But it's still obnoxious. She could have saved the galaxy a lot of trouble. So is this like Clone Wars Padme or all, all of the Padme? I would say film franchise Padme, but Okay. I would argue that young Anakin is m- more obnoxious. I guess Padme is like overarching. Right, that's impact. why she's obnoxious. Is because she's the one who should have known better. True, true. And I, I will say that Clone Wars cartoon Anakin is much better than movie Anakin, and much more fleshed out. And it's like 
semi-realistic to see them together in that as opposed to the movies. I believe that. I agree. Now here's a question. If Sebulba or Gazgano or any of the other quality pod racers manage to even just slow Anakin down a little bit in that pod race <laughs> mm-hmm. and he doesn't win, do you think that they end up together? Do you think that's the event that puts him in her mind as like, oh, I, I want yeah. to know more about I, this character? I think an eight-year-old Anakin winning that pod race really uh, set it over the top of Padme. I mean, you could also you could certainly also look at the pod race and say if any of them had just you know bumped him and he had crashed or, or whatever yep. or beat, whatever you say you know like he might not have gone on to become Darth Vader but I still have to say that it's more on Padme because she has an active choice that she makes over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Maybe he, maybe he wouldn't kill all his young ones. Yeah, it's just a shame that blood is on her hands. <laughs> all right, I mean and his oh, hands. Yeah. That was a long tangent on Padme's uh, negative impact to the Star Wars universe. Yeah. I would like to clarify that I'm, I'm not blaming her for Anakin's deeds. He's the one who's messed up. I'm just saying it's obnoxious that she went down that path with him when okay. she should know. That's fine. Okay. Well, I'm going to take it in a, a slightly different twist again, and I'm going to send us uh, I'm going to send us to the to the world of Pirates of the Caribbean, and I'm going to take Lord Cutler Beckett from the second and third Pirates of the Caribbean movies. That dude is just... There's just something about him that just makes it very unpleasant. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about exploring that universe. Nobody was sticking out to me, though. But that's a good pick. Totally forgot that that's Disney. Totally forgot. Yeah. Based on a Disney attraction. Yep. I know. <laughs> Literally just watched those movies like two weeks ago i think i've forgotten all of them after the first one i think i fell asleep during like the seventh but yeah. well anything after the third one you should forget <laughs> exactly all right i get two picks here um i'm taking one of my other least favorite characters in in the pixar universe specifically and that's mater oh, um so larry the cable guy voices mater correct but Larry the Cable Guy is already a character, is he not? Yes. So a character is becoming another character, and I just think that's so unnecessary. And I do not like Mater. I don't even like the movie Cars yep. at all. It's a, it's a bottom-tier Pixar movie. So I had to pick somebody from that. I have to say, I don't even know if I've ever seen the full movie Cars, and if I have, I don't remember it. And I thought of picking him just yeah. purely because I remembered how annoying – he was in the commercial. Yeah. It's like Tomater without the T. <laughs> yep. I mean, Lightning McQueen's kind of obnoxious, really. You know, it's Kachow, he always says. He thinks he's hot. And it's just annoying. Uh, Owen Wilson, right? Correct. Wow. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of picks I want to make here. I don't think I'm exploring the Star Wars at all. I was considering C-3PO, though. Um, I respect the character, but he... Uh, Fits in the obnoxious category. I'll go back to the OGs though, like you did. I'll, I'll uh, attempt into those waters, and I'm going to take Donald Duck. I don't know what he's really done for uh, me, but his voice is very obnoxious. I'm thinking Donald Duck. Going back to um, C-3PO. C-3PO was basically the original Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, but it's less the, of an impact. Well, just I'm saying after the film, the like. The, there was a lot of like people saying that he ruined the movie. Oh yeah, 
I believe yeah. that. He, he kind of yeah. had a redemption, though, in uh, episode nine, I, I will say. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So that brings me up in just a quick, a quick word in favor of my boy, Donald Duck, <laughs> who I think brings a much needed level of rage to the Disney world. Um, but I would agree that if he talks for more than maybe three seconds. I mean, is this a question? Is this uh, defending of Donald Duck at all based on DuckTales? Because I know you watched that and I don't know anything about it. Well, Donald DuckTales Duck is a little different. My favorite dude. I apologize. It's all right, I'll, I'll allow it. Like Scrooge McDuck, that's fine. I just, none of the, like, even Goofy is obnoxious. Yeah. See, that was, that was potentially going to be my next pick. It's not, but it was very close. Hanging fruit. If you what go- I'm going to do, though, is I'm going to pop over to the wonderful world of Pixar for a pick here. I'm going to take Heimlet from A Bug's Life. Oh, man. And he is the, uh, for those who don't know or who have been fortunate enough to be spared from him, he's like a giant caterpillar dude. Yeah. Yep. And, um, he's a very pretty yeah, caterpillar. Yeah. When the movie came out on uh, VHS, that's one of the first movies I remember where you could get like the different characters on the covers. Yeah. The version of Bugs Life that Aunt Kathy bought us, Adam had him on it. All, the only one I could ever find was the one with Hopper, and it was the worst one. And also, isn't that Kevin Spacey? Oh, yeah. So that's kind of problematic, but that's the only one that clearly nobody wanted that one, and that's what I ended up getting. And just to mention Goofy real quick, um, I don't know if anybody's taking him later, but if you search for his real name on Google, uh, apparently Goofy's real name is George Geef. Um, so take that for what you will. The character or the actor? The character. Yeah. His full name like, is... Yeah. I do feel like Goofy is low-hanging fruit because like, I feel like his name is Goofy and his entire point is to be obnoxious to the other characters. Yeah, and like poor Pluto, right? They're both dogs, but Pluto is yeah. like his pet. And Goofy gets to talk. So, yep. I not well, like but he talks. Yeah, this is true. All right, sorry to steal your thunder there, Kevin. No, you're good. Am I up? Yeah, you have two picks. Yeah. Your last, your last two I, picks. I'm trying to decide just like purely for dramatic reasons which order to read these ones in. Now that I know I'm getting them both, um, I would first like to give a shout out to Celine Dion, who is not a Disney character, so I couldn't pick her, but she sings the version of Beauty and the Beast. Uh, in the end credits of the new live action version mm-hmm. that I listen to over 500 times while cleaning up after messy kids when I worked at a movie theater. Okay. And if I picked the end credits Celine Dion from Beauty and the Beast, then the number one overall pick, in my opinion. Okay. Still on a feeling of needing to vomit when I hear that song, and I haven't worked there in years. Uh, so that's just, just an aside. Um, I'm going to go with one that's going to get me a lot of hate specifically from the house that adam's in probably Uh um i'm gonna go with also uh pixar universe and i'm gonna go with ellie from the motion picture up wow Uh, yeah very very dead yeah that's criminal shows up has about maybe five minutes of screen time and just straight up emotional manipulation just grabs your heart, rips it out, okay. brings it back in, and then and then disappears. Doesn't have to deal with the consequences. We all have to sit through that action adventure movie after having that happen to us. Okay, just totally so obnoxious. She's not obnoxious, but her her existence and the fact that we had to live through it was obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, 
character. That's what she. That's how she exists in the universe. So this is fair. Not that's to fair. mention, also want to throw out obnoxious because uh, what's I believe Carl's his name, right? The yes. Um, Ellie and Carl, their relationship, I feel like just is so picture perfect, literally picture perfect with their scrapbook that it just makes the rest of us look bad. Yeah. And I find that is true. The whole, the whole commitment sitting by her side while she's in the hospital, all of it, like it's all, you know, it's just, it just, it's too perfect. If you have seen the episode of it's always sunny in Philadelphia, there's one where Charlie, um, dreams about his life with the waitress in the future and he basically just reimagines the up story but it's him and a bunch of rats <laughs> yeah, yeah. um also before i do my final pick shout out to um how you i don't know why i said shout out you know you you tend to put a different song at the end of each episode i encourage you to look up the whistling mickey mouse from steamboat willie i feel like that would make a great and although disney would come after you so i don't know you know i don't know what the copy right how many seconds you're allowed to play. But anyways, enough of that. I'm going to go with my, my final pick, which honestly, uh, Ellie was sort of my, my big statement final pick, um, but I just really wanted to get in there and offend some people. So this one's not as much of a, a, of a slam, but I'm still really happy to go to the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids universe. Wow. And to go with Rick Moranis' character, Wayne Zielinski. I'm going to say this. Listen, growing up, is already really hard. Puberty and all that jazz. Like you're already through a lot of changes and then your dad comes in, he blows you up. He shrinks you, shrinks himself. Like there's already yeah. a lot to navigate and now you're walking around your kitchen looking for potassium <laughs> in a banana size of a house. Like it's just- I think we all just, learned something from that scene though. Well, I, still know what, I still know about potassium because of that movie. Yes, that's true. That is the only reason that for 90% of my life, I knew that bananas had potassium in them because of that movie. But I would like to throw out there, I don't know the full story, but I'm pretty sure that Rick Moranis, maybe something happened to his wife, but he quit acting to take care of his kids in real life. So it's good to know. It sounds like he's a much better dad yeah. in real life than he is in that series. You realize he you was obnoxious. He had to quit. Yep. They're rebooting that, you know, with him in it. Really? Yep. Well, probably grown now so why our, not? our female listeners are happy to hear you not take four female characters in this too kevin so <laughs> good uh transition to wayne Zelinsky there yeah <laughs> yep adam who's your last pick all right well this last pick i struggled a little bit some of the ones i considered and did not go with uh syndrome from the yep. incredibles the hair, the voice, all of it. Um, I considered the Queen of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland. Mm -hmm. Really, most people from that movie were on my list. Um, thought about Doc McStuffins, just because of the name. Um, but ultimately, I had to go with what I feel is one of the worst travesties of a character, and that's going to be uh, Rico Suave from Hannah Montana. <laughs> yeah. When I when I texted you earlier, Chris, to ask if the uh, Disney Channel was in, I was um, I was looking at Disney Plus, which is how I ended up coming with the Honey I Shrunk the Kids vote. Yeah. But that was definitely like I actually started to get stressed because I could like vaguely remember all these annoying characters on TV yeah. shows, but I didn't remember what any of them. So yeah, I'm glad Adam takes two of them from the Disney Channel originals. That one's a good. But somebody was repping that because there are there are some pretty bad characters. Travesty. All right. I I almost went with uh, Troy from uh, High School Musical, not yeah. because I 
anything specific about it other than that I can't stand High School Musical or hearing about the, or hearing music from it. And he's the you only thing I know. You haven't watched High School Musical, the musical, the series yet? <laughs> I have not watched it either. But I've got lots of time with quarantine, so I'll add it to my queue. I have a lot of people. A lot of people on my list still. Um, the Gargoyles from Hunchback in Notre Dame. Very annoying. Uh, but I haven't seen mm-hmm. that movie enough to really have a... Uh, I almost took Le Fou, uh, Gaston's sidekick, but I didn't want Josh Gad on my list twice. Yeah, he'd come at you. Josh, all the Josh fans, including Josh Gad, will be happy to hear that you didn't pick him twice. Chris. Yeah. The last thing this podcast needs is uh, Josh Gad. Um, I have the Hyenas from The Lion King. I have the Rabbit from Alice in Wonderland, who's just obnoxiously yep. late for things. Um, Scuttle from Little Mermaid. This one might be controversial. Um, I'm not a Mushu guy personally. Uh, I was glad that they're not including Mushu in the live action remake, and people well, were up in arms about that. News to me. But uh, my pick is going to be. Um, he's in a movie, a Disney movie, and also had a TV Stars. show. What? So that's a good start. Yeah, and, and a TV show that went on for too long, and that's Stitch. Ooh, I yeah. cannot stand Stitch. Really, Lilo. I'm not. A, I don't like Lilo that much either. But I think I'm Stitch. Surprised he made it to the 15th pick. Yeah, frankly. people forget about Lilo and Stitch. I think, uh, and they shouldn't yeah. because Stitch is obnoxious. So I agree. To wrap up my list, I have. I'm very happy with my list. Um, Olaf, Iago, Mater. Donald Duck and Stitch. Adam, what do you have? Adam, go. I I have the powerhouse team. It is absurd the amount of talent I've got here. Started out with Rico Suave, who is the worst player on my team. Followed up with Heimlich from A Bug's Life, Cutler Beckett, Beans, and the one and only Jar Jar Bakes. Yeah, Jar Jar was a good pick. I've got a qualify by Chris you pointed out that I took three female characters and not four I have to point out that you know with Anna uh her crime is being an annoying obnoxious little sibling has nothing to do with her uh Ellie her crime is having a tragic death um helps our hearts far too early into a movie to then have to sit through like a funny action adventure after that Mm -hmm. um and I did I did earlier specify that you know Anakin's responsible for all his own screw-ups I just would have hoped for better from Padme as a senator, you know. You also picked two characters who perish uh, much too soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that was good since they're obnoxious, according to you. So. Yeah. Well, I will say, I will say, I didn't think about it going into this, but the uh, thing that I, I often find the most obnoxious about Disney Pixar is their emotional manipulation. So. Okay. Yeah, and I went strictly on personality and voice, I think. Oh, I, I would be. I would. Uh, I would not call Padme's death. Sorry, spoiler alert, everyone. Um, I would not. I would not call that emotional manipulation, since you knew it was going to happen from the start of the entire uh, prequel trilogy, and it wasn't particularly tragically. It was a broken uh, heart, Kevin. <laughs> what is your final list, though? Um, so I've got the OG Mickey Mouse, aka Steamboat Willie. I've got Anna from Frozen. I've got Padme Amidala from the film prequel trilogy. I've got Wayne Zielinski, uh, Rick Moranis from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and I've got Ellie from the motion picture up. Okay, solid list. 
Um, that's all I got. I think we could have done 20 picks each probably. There's... Yeah, that was a deep category. I was surprised. Nobody hit Marvel, did they? No, I, I briefly looked and I just I couldn't really think of anything that was either that obnoxious that it had to be pointed out like Jar Jar Binks or like funny joke yeah. obnoxious. There's not much there's not as much bad comic relief. Like all the comic relief is good for the most you part. You know who I think is annoying in the Marvel movies? Who? Terrence Howard in the first Iron Man for stealing <laughs> that role from Don Cheadle preemptively. Yep. Also yep. four and Thor one and two. Is <laughs> yep. obnoxious. I will I wouldn't even say he's obnoxious so much as just the how bad the movies are not yeah, are not great. But yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I thought about like briefly when I thought to thought about Marvel, my mind went straight to Stan Lee, but I had absolutely nothing to back it up other than that he's in literally every one of them. So yeah. it's too soon, man. Well, I don't worry, I didn't go there. <laughs> I also couldn't I remember talk about it. a single cameo character to call out specifically, so yeah, none of the characters are really like Star Lord's obnoxious when he could have saved the world and doesn't. But I'll give him that one. Yeah. Give him one pass. Yeah, I, I definitely I was interested to see you know which direction you guys went with this one. Just because I mean I guess I guess this and the animal category both had a lot of different directions. But you know this is one of those things where there are a lot of really obvious ones. Which I have to say I'm a little ashamed, Adam, that you even stooped to picking Jar Jar Binks because I feel like that just transcends i didn't like it but i just yeah how could anyone take this podcast seriously if nobody picked it that case let me rephrase it i respect you for for taking the fall if you didn't i was going to i think he's unanimously considered the goat of obnoxious characters for disney Um, exactly unlike jar jar binks i was willing to sacrifice myself for the greater good I spent I spent a decent amount of time on my Disney list, and I had absolutely zero backups written down, which I guess is still more research than I did for vegetables, where I didn't even write down five of them. But yeah, all three of these were a little too open-ended, almost. Vegetables yeah. surprisingly went way wilder than I thought. I thought it was going to be like a select fifteen things that were all going to get taken. Yeah, didn't expect fiddleheads off the board, for example. <laughs> didn't count on my recent exposure to Asian cuisine, Chris. Bok choy. I know. I, I was impressed by that. Yep. Yeah. So I know. I can, I can admit when I'm wrong. I was wrong. I don't know why I had such a, a dislike of Asian food growing up, but <laughs> Asian solid. Anything else you guys need to add for this? I don't think so. Thanks for having us on the, on the pod. This is fun. Hopefully uh, the audio sounds after, decent. Yeah, after um, being a original subscriber and listening to every episode the day it aired um i just i just have to express that it's an honor to uh, have a chance to be on the podcast and i would definitely be up for for more in the future all right and thanks to adam for designing the uh, logo for the GoCast and future uh, endeavors of mine that have proven how bored i am during this quarantine yep also shout out to My adam pleasure. in the future designing um joaquin the shallot with googly eyes and the name tag Literally for the Twitter post. Yep. It was also, I know. Quick, last last note. If you could, if you could just jump on your computer real quick and make a little poster of vegetables and add an avocado, I still can't find that image. <laughs> I'll delete that from the from the. I'm really really confused. If you could just like, I'll just of saying a different vegetable, and you can just splice it in every time we say avocado. Yeah. Carrots. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it in my making. <laughs> 
All right. I'm going to stop recording. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of your day. Peace out. Elsa? Do you want to build a snowman? Come on, let's go and play. I never see you anymore. Come out the door. It's like you've gone away. We used to be best buddies. And now we're not. I wish you would tell me why. Do you want to build a snowman? It doesn't have to be a snowman. Go away, Anna. Okay, bye. The gloves will help. See? Conceal it. Don't feel it. Don't, Don't let it show. <laughs> Build a snowman Or ride our bike around the halls I think some company's overdue I've started talking to the pictures on the walls Hang in there, Joan It gets a little lonely All these empty rooms Just watching the hours tick by